You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. When you look at your birth chart, you can see a bunch of black symbols in the middle. You see 12 pie slices. And on the outer ring of the zodiac wheel, that is your birth chart, you see the signs. The black symbols, the planets, and the luminaries tell you what. The signs on the outer rim tell you how you express that. And the 12 pie slices are called houses. And each house represents a different area of life that said energy is more than likely to show up. Now, Venus tells you how you love, how you want to love back. It's like your love language of your chart. Mars can tell us how do you take action towards things you feel inspired to. Mercury tells us how do you think, how do you speak, what goes on in that mind of yours. But there's an asteroid that's becoming very popular, and rightfully so, called Chiron. C-H-I-R-O-N. Chiron. This is known as the Great Wounded Healer. I'm currently knee-deep in a Chiron class right now, and I'm not done, but the information that I have received and digested and applied to both my chart and my loved ones to really drive the point home has blown my mind, and I really feel that Chiron is going to become incredibly prominent in the next decade for people's evolution and sense of higher consciousness. Chiron, the symbol, I used to say it looks like an egg with a K on it until I took a professional course, and I realized Chiron's key is a key. Chiron's glyph is a key. Because the key can unlock you from a self-imposed prison from the wound you were born with. Now, sometimes Chiron is just inherited. It is inherited from our ancestors, from our lineage. But a lot of times, it is the wound that crops up in childhood that becomes a lifelong journey of resolving and turning it into our greatest power. What's the Rumi quote? The wound is where the light comes in. So when I do very purpose or career-driven readings, I usually bring in Chiron because the greatest source of pain can, if we choose to, become our greatest source of power. So are you ready for this? I want to give a little introduction of what Chiron means and then possibly go over what Chiron signs mean, Chiron through the signs, and also Chiron through the houses. So I will say in this episode, you may have to do a lot of fast forwarding, but press pause after this and look at the charts of all of your loved ones. Remember, their birth time is really important. Although without the birth time, you can see what sign Chiron lives in with just their birth date and putting, I don't know, noon for the birth time. But in order to get precision of what house, pie slice, Chiron lives in, you will definitely want to know their exact time of birth because this can change pretty greatly. So do that now. Press pause. Go write down what Chiron is in, the wound of all of your loved one's birth charts. People you know, people you know their strengths, their weaknesses, where their greatest source of pain or what their greatest talent is. And get ready to listen and skim through this episode and see 
the beautiful connection between where our pain becomes our greatest source of power. Chiron's story is your soul's journey of transforming your deepest wound into your greatest gift. Mm. Chiron is the son of Saturn, but was abandoned at birth because he was half human, half horse. This becomes his first wound, abandonment. But Greek mythology says he was adopted by Apollo, god of music, spirituality, healing, and his bonus dad then taught him how to heal himself through modalities of spirituality, music, nature, and so he is carrying on his bonus dad's legacy. While your greatest gift can only rise from pain and suffering, the power to heal others is totally worth it. So with Chiron, you know, he is the wound in our birth chart, but don't think this is just a a doomsday sentence, your deepest wound, right? Because your deepest wound becomes your greatest gift, your legacy, and what you can leave behind for generations to come. You know, I feel like we've all kind of been experiencing a Chiron, a wound of sorts with our spirituality lately. I've been sharing a lot on our Monday What's New and Good newsletter, talking about how just even the past few years, I I look at tarot cards and crystals and sage sticks and feathers and animal oracles, and I think, "Uh, I don't like that stuff. We were driving downtown this weekend and we drove by this quirky little kooky house painted purple and it had hula hoops hanging on the front door and all the Buddha statues and wind chimes and all the spiritual stuff. You know, someone whose address is probably 222 South Street. <laughs> like, it just looked like a cool place and I thought, wow, I, I'm kind of repelled by that right now. And this is weird because normally I would look at that and go, sweet, like that's my place. I'm going to host a retreat there. But I looked at it this time and I was like, oh man, I wouldn't go knock on that door, (laughs) try and sell Girl Scout cookies. I, it's not me. And so it's this identity crisis of sorts where I'm like, I don't think I trust spirituality anymore, but I know better that it's not spirituality because that is the most sacred, cool part about being a human, having a human experience. I do know that. But I think it's it's the people who have turned it into something it's totally not and kind of industrialized it. it it's that feeling, the cracks of that feeling that I'm like, oh man, I love spirituality, but I'm not going to flaunt it and let everybody know by the decor of my home or, you know, my, my spirituality is nature. Honestly, it's plants and it's animals. It's blizzards and thunderstorms and hurricanes and a sunny and 75 day with no clouds in the sky. That That's what moves me right now. Music. Oh, music is my church. But a lot of people are reporting that they don't feel a connection to their energy anymore. They don't feel like they can trust their own visions and intuition. A lot of people identify it as being empathic, clairvoyant, and all of a sudden they're like, wait, all the things I thought, all the people I thought were right for me are actually really wrong for me. And this job I found myself in that I had visions and a psychic told me and the tarot cards told me to apply for it, 
it's miserable. I don't like it. This is not me. And I share all of this because this is Chiron. This is Chiron. This is the wound in our chart. We all have it. It can lead us astray. And spirituality kind of heals no matter what sign or house your Chiron is in. Spirituality kind of says, come here. I'll heal this. But for example, my Chiron's in the second house of money and values. I could tell myself, wow, if I were to just host a spiritual retreat and give everybody a goodie bag with crystals and sage sticks, I could make a lot of money. And that would probably heal my Chiron. But I didn't because I want to bring more than making money. I want to bring real, authentic value to people's lives. I want to give them things that money can't buy, like a remembrance of who they are before the world told them who to be. But through that process, I also found that it's taking me a little longer to reach the financial goals I have for myself because of my wound with value, both monetarily or emotionally speaking. I have hung out with, spent a lot of time with people who don't value themselves, which you become who you spend time with. It's taken me a little bit longer to get there. Do you see how that works? So Chiron, oh, Chiron was ejected from the Kuiper belt, which is a belt of asteroids. And it enters our solar system like an alien. Like it literally was ejected from a belt of asteroids by itself. It's very bizarre, very Aquarian-like. It's an alien. But this is a symbol for him bringing something to our consciousness we might not otherwise see. He's bringing a chance to finally heal. His information is necessary if we want to grow past human limitations. Ooh, do you see how this is working? So Chiron literally in the solar system travels between Saturn and Uranus. Saturn is self-discipline, structure, the 3D material world. Uranus is very utopian. What could be? Let's think outside the box. So when Chiron sits right in the middle of that, he holds the key to how can we enjoy paradise and a utopia on earth. He's a bridge between reality as we know it and a new level of consciousness. Now, why this is so important, and I can't wait to share and make another episode about this as I wrap up my studies of this asteroid, is because the more you become who you are meant to be, the more you get rid of your deepest wound, your energy emanates out into the world and plays a huge role in creating the utopia we all dream of, community, connection, non-judgmental. I mean, I do know that there will always be some poison riddling around. How do we know what light is if we don't experience dark? I get that. But nobody can argue me that right now the earth is way drowning in poison. It's the iceberg analogy. We've got like 80% of our consciousness in the dark, in the mud, in the, oh my God, what's going on? And 20% like, well, there could be. Well, we can fix it. Well, it's not too late, right? So Chiron in someone's chart tells something that is strikingly obvious about their personality, yet they may not be aware of it. Hmm. Chiron in your chart tells you where you may succumb to pain 
or where you can live your full human potential. So with this said, let's go through Chiron through the signs. Let's start first. Chiron in Aries or Chiron in the first house. So that's what we're going to do. Chiron through the houses and the signs. So if you have Chiron and Aries, you're going to listen to that one and also the first house. But say you have Chiron and Aries in the seventh house, you'll also listen to Libra in the seventh house. Does that make sense? So get familiar with what signs rule which house, first, second, third, because you'll want to listen to both. Now, The sign that Chiron is in is not as important as the house. Why? Because Chiron moves through each sign within years, three to five years. It's a generational placement, right? I was born in 1988, December 1988. I have Chiron in Cancer. And I'm willing to bet people born in 88, 89, maybe 90, they also have Chiron in Cancer. But how it manifests differently in us is how it shows up in the houses. My Chiron in Cancer is in the second house of earned income. Somebody else's could be in the 11th house of friends and community. It's going to manifest with the same undercurrent, but in a totally different way. Does that make sense? So the real important part that I want you to take notes and listen to is what house your Chiron falls in. So press pause, go take a look at what house your Chiron lives in, and then come back and listen. I'm drinking a yerba mate, sparkling grapefruit ginger. It's so good. I read the birth chart of someone who works for a guayaki yerba mate, and she was like, we gotta get the drink on the show. Well, hey, sponsor me, please, because I would love to have one of these with every podcast recording. You know, yerba mate is a cerebral caffeine high, whereas coffee is like an all over nervous system high. Sometimes when you're sensitive to coffee, drinking yerba mate is a better option. Just throwing that out there. All right, my friends, let's do this. I'm sure you found your Chiron by now. Chiron in Aries. Is the wound of identity denied being themselves a core feeling of worthlessness and may show up as a physical issue? Now, if Chiron lives in your first house, again, this is an identity wound, either neglected or overprotected. Your parents groomed you into who they wanted you to be. So, your wound in this lifetime is to discover who am I? What is my place in the world? You may champion causes for other people, but ignore championing championing for yourself. You could overcompensate for this wound by being ultra competitive. And I have to tell you, no recognition or first place awards will fix this. This is often people who are torn between two different lifestyles. I want to stay home and live in the same town I grew up in, but I also want to be a traveling nomad and visit all the countries and do all the things. To heal this wound, do hobbies, passions for fun, not competitive, and never be afraid of negative feedback. When somebody doesn't like you, when somebody doesn't resonate with you, do not take this personally. Take it as a good sign that you're healing this and becoming authentically you because a friend to everyone is a friend to no one. Forgive me if you hear me flipping through my notes here. 
Becoming Who You Are will be the challenge of this lifetime with Chiron in Aries or the first house. Chiron in Taurus or the second house. The wound of safety. The wound of being able to financially take care of myself. Definitely with this placement, we'll need more time alone than usual to heal from pain. Money, materialism, and self-worth are the wound. You don't feel like you can materially take care of yourself and may stay home or stay with partners who are financially providing for you longer than you should out of fear that you cannot make it on your own financially. Either parents growing up were too busy trying to make ends meet, or they had too many assets to keep track of and denied you of feeling safety and value. This wound can manifest as an erratic, unstable home life growing up. You may have moved a lot and heard a lot about the cost of moving. Sometimes, because Taurus in the second house rules food, it can manifest as being undernourished or eating a poor diet as a child. You may undervalue yourself or like not ask for a raise, or if you work for yourself, you may not charge what you are worth. I know, so this is my placement. <laughs> when I first started working for myself as a holistic health coach, guys, I would do sessions for free. <gasps> or I would charge like 20 bucks for over an hour with me. That's so sad that I would do that. And that if that's not my Chiron being worn on my sleeve, I don't know what it is. I, I see other people doing it as well. And they normally have Chiron in the fourth house or Cancer or Chiron in the second house in Taurus. And I have to say, boo-boo, don't do that. You are worth it. How can, you know, who, who heals the healer? I always say, how can you take care of other people if you can't afford healthy groceries and to keep the electric on in your house? Like, come on, snap out of it. Financially and emotionally deprived from parents may grow up with the mentality, money and rich people are evil. When you get money, you have no problems, could be your motto. You may hide this wound through purchasing name brand, fancy cars, a big luxury house, pretending that the wound of money is not there. So to heal this, Chiron, instead of focusing on how to earn money, put your natural talents towards bringing value to the world. All right, Chiron and Gemini, I know we have a lot of people with that placement who listen because I read your birth charts and this is the most common. Chiron and Gemini, or the third house, is pain connecting with others. That's not what I meant, is often what I hear from these people. Their goal is they must learn to calm their mind. Interactions may leave you feeling misunderstood. You may have been verbally abused in childhood or bullied at school or by close relatives and siblings for how you spoke, how you thought. Sometimes I literally see speech impediments or stutters with this placement, and it's so cool to witness how many people with this placement have already kind of alchemized this wound into their power because being a speech language pathologist is the number one career with people with this placement, and it's so cool to me. People with Chiron and Gemini or the third house are very smart but too shy to speak and sometimes have strange mannerisms that people poke fun at. To heal this wound, 
allow your natural curiosity to guide you and express yourself. I mean, really be stringent about your tribe when you have this placement, because if you can't say how you really feel, if you don't have anyone in your life who will listen to listen, not listen to react, you're just going to stay stuck ruminating in this wound. So make it a point to communicate with fellow friends and lovers and parents and your community. Hey, it's hard for me to share my feelings. I would like you to listen without a big reaction because that big reaction will cause me to spiral into anxiety. So please. Chiron in Cancer or the fourth house. This one kind of made me sad when I was studying because it's, it's a tough one. Are you ready for this? Chiron in Cancer. The wound of family, lack of any family connection, feeling unloved by mother or she's just a friend, abandonment by parents. When Chiron's in the fourth house or cancer, basic needs of nurturing during childhood were not met. You may have moved a lot and never felt like you could plant roots or have a home and a family somewhere. The wound was triggered by those who are supposed to heal it. Ouch. Parents were either cold or unavailable or overprotective and never let you explore the world to find who you are. You may have been punished for expressing emotions. With this wound, you may be so tied to the past that you don't feel at home anywhere and feel alienated from any family connection. There could be, on the really disempowered side of this, a fear of leaving home and meeting new people. To heal this wound... Forgive your parents, explore your ancestry, study generational patterns, and step outside of your comfort zone. Mm. Chiron in Leo, or the fifth house. Wound of self-expression, wound of my inner child and my inner artist. Wound around children and romance. You may feel uncreative or uninspired. Your parents maybe taught you that life is hard and don't pursue your passions because you got to show up to work and just do adulting all the time, right? Your parents could have taught you that you have to be mature and composed all the time. You can't just let loose and dance and have fun because that's weird, said your parents. So as a result, the real you was never allowed to flourish. Parents may push you into things you don't like, but they feel like, oh, my son should be a football player, when really, your son wants to build Legos. There's difficulty expressing yourself. I'm not allowed to be happy. Relationships may lack romance and play. I remember reading someone who had Chiron in the fifth house, and they literally told me, that they struggle to be in healthy romantic relationships because healthy people are boring. I said, thank you for being so honest, but wow, healthy relationships are boring. You know, Leo in the fifth house, it rules drama. So when this person said that, I thought, my God, but I also thought, well, of course you think that. This is where your wound is. So relationships may lack romance and play. To just have fun and be kids and make jokes for a person with Chiron in the fifth house or Leo is like, uh, I can't do that. <laughs> That's weird. That's for children. Let's be mature here. 
Sometimes these people can become controlling parents simply because theirs were. To heal this wound, just be. Seek more fun. Find outlets for the artist in you. And surround yourself with fellow fire signs who just encourage you to be goofy and play. Chiron in Virgo, or the sixth house. This is the wound of perfectionism. Always taking care of others before yourself. So many insecurities will arise here, and it's simple. I'm not good enough. I wish that I could be a podcaster, but there's already so many, and they're way better than me. I wish I could be a professional athlete, but I'm too tiny. I'm too short. I don't come from a family of athletes. And my God, look at the people who are um, not good enough. Chiron in the sixth house or Virgo may have grown up where nagging and complaining were present. They were never good enough. Their parents could have literally poked fun at their body. Hey, those jeans are looking a little too tight there. You want to lose some weight? Hey, you got pimples on your face. Where did those come from? Ouch, we don't want to hear those things. People with these placements may take care of everyone's needs but their own, and they struggle to ask for help. Analysis, paralysis, anxiety, and stress are very common with these. You could be an overachiever or procrastinate. There's This is usually symbolism for a difficult relationship with the body. You either punish yourself with strict diets and an exercise regimen, or a lack thereof, meaning you eat junk food all the time, you drink all the alcohol, you smoke all the cigarettes, and you eat all the unhealthy food to torture your body and not take care of it because that is what you grew up around. People tormenting you for the way you looked or your body or the way you did things. One way to heal this wound is to remember other people will treat you the way you talk to yourself. Serve from a place of love, become the best at something, and then go heal others with this mentality. Here's another one that kind of made me think, oh man, this one, I want to just grab everyone with this placement and cuddle them. Chiron in Libra, or the seventh house. Wound of relationships, they're often painful. This lifetime is about the search for companionship, feeling incomplete when you don't have a lover or someone to lust after you or you them. This could show up as an attraction to wounded partners, thinking you can fix broken people by loving them. You always feel like you can't get the love you want from a partner. There could be deep wounding in one relationship in your life, and then after that, you say fuck it and avoid them all together. These are often people who were born into broken families, divorce, or a lot of fighting and conflict between mom and dad. Parents who were too caught up in their own drama to nurture you. They were too caught up in their own drama that by the time you needed nurturing, love, or play, they were so burnt out from the drama in their life that they couldn't give that to you. These are often people who are brought up with no healthy romantic role models. They crave peace and balance as a result, so they tend to lie a lot or run from commitment or ignore red flags and potential partners. 
A lot of people with displacement will attract partners with Chiron-like qualities, either really wounded people who are projecting a lot onto others or teachers and healers, people who have alchemized their wound. A lot of times with displacement, people can be so afraid of what others think that they portray an idealized image of themselves, which could prevent them from establishing the true intimacy they crave, which is being seen for who you really are. With this placement, you may fear commitment and marriage and partnership and always just throw your hands up and say, well, I am unlucky in love, but that is so not true. Step into love. Love will always hurt no matter who it's with and realize that if someone loves you, they will respect you and love you for who you are. And most importantly, they will respect your boundaries. Okay. With this placement, you will, I I just, for people listening to this, I know how important love is. It's the foundation of everything. Life partner is so important. Love relationships teach us so much. It doesn't have to be painful, but just make sure you are going after people who are putting in the same amount of effort as you. Really write down what you value, what are non-negotiables in relationship for you. All right, here's another deep one. Ooh, you guys ready for this one? You know who it is. Chiron in Scorpio. It's a very intense placement. The wound is caused by betrayal, too intense love, trust issues, may have experienced death and the loss of a parent or family member early in life. This can also represent inappropriate sexual experiences. Now, I say this knowing that I have a lot of listeners who are looking at their children's charts right now. And when you see inappropriate sexual experiences, it's very normal to have a serial reaction and say, oh my God, what? When I have read people's charts who have this placement, It's very rare without other planets indicating sexual abuse that this placement alone could indicate that. Now, this is why children's readings are so important because a lot of people see Pluto in the fourth or Chiron in Scorpio and freak out for their babies. I don't want you to. If this were me and I had a child with this placement, I would start teaching them about sex and intimacy probably a lot earlier than the average parent does so that they are not afraid of it. They don't look at it in a negative light. And I would establish a connection with them where they feel very safe to talk to me about sex. That's how I would handle this. Now, in the eighth house, may experience major loss, betrayal, or death, or sexual abuse by someone close to them, pressured to conform to others' beliefs in childhood. As a result, these People may be extremely private and they can't let go of the past. They may be very jealous and possessive. Unsaid words and relationships or withholding back sex for my mature listeners in order to gain power and partnership. People with these placements, Chiron and Scorpio or the eighth house, may unconsciously trigger drama in order to feel crisis and try to heal the wound, right? With Chiron, if we don't feel pain with some area in our life, how would we know what to heal, right? Pain is good. Pain is welcomed. It's a knock, knock, knock from your subconscious saying, hey, let's untangle this knot because we could get greatly rewarded for this. So let's really work on it. So just be mindful of unconsciously triggering drama with this placement in order to feel crisis unnecessarily. 
How you heal this wound is if other people let you down, no, it's not you. It's them. Literally, it's them. Feel bad for them. And honestly, with this placement, these people ride or die for their loved ones. And so if someone let you down and they're no longer in your life, they're lost. Oh, I say that with bold italics. They're lost. And also to heal this wound, make sure you respect other people's wants, desires, and boundaries. Because sometimes you can cross the line with those things in order to gain control when you're really trying to overcompensate and heal this wound. One that is interesting to me, and I didn't realize how powerful it is, especially in today's day and age of where we feel so split as a community between Trump or Sanders or um, COVID vaccine or unvaccinated. It's, it's, we're very split. And so people who have Chiron in Sagittarius or the ninth house, listen up. This is the wound of your beliefs. This is also a really prominent placement in becoming a really great teacher or leader once it's healed. Hope and faith in life was wounded. You feel very confused on your life's purpose. Perhaps you were raised by very rigid, conservative parents growing up who taught you that the world is dangerous and you should hide from it. Life has our back. It is okay to take risks is something I want you to learn with this placement. If your wound is really running the show, you could be cynical, pessimistic, or can't find your meaning, your purpose. You struggle to set goals or take risks and go after what you want because you firmly believe that taking risks is going to be painful and scary and that the world will eat you alive. Ooh. This is the placement that people sometimes end up taking on extremist beliefs with political, religious, or spiritual beliefs that truly aren't yours. I was just giving a client this example this morning. I was telling her, because she had this, I said a lot of people with this placement will strongly believe that the, this is just an example. This is not my own. This is no one's. Just roll with it. They'll strongly believe that the COVID vaccine doesn't work and that it's not something we need. But because they live in a society where everyone thinks that it's our savior, they work a job where the owner of the business says, you cannot come to work unless you're vaccinated. They hide that. They are too afraid to share that they actually don't believe in it. And so it gets a little tricky here. I, ha I do know some people close to me with this placement, and sometimes I want to just go knock on their forehead and say, who are you? Because I know you. I'm a Scorpio. I know your soul. This is not who you are. What's going on? Your Chiron in the ninth house is eating you alive. Now, to heal this, you get firmly planted and rooted in your beliefs. You spend time with high vibrational people who teach you that taking risks is fun. And no matter what, you'll always land on a soft cushion, that you're resilient. And even if you don't land on a soft cushion, you can get back up. You're strong and the world wants to support your beliefs. The universe, God, whoever you believe in, wants you to fulfill that ache in your heart that's been with you since you were born. We need you to do it. So if you know anybody with Chiron and Sagittarius or at the ninth house, go give them a hug and tell them, come on, let's get out into the world because it's not so bad. Chiron in Capricorn or the 10th house, wound of achievement. 
constant fear of failure, feeling unnoticed, unappreciated, unseen, or the wound with father. Father may not have been in the house or was not very hands-on in your upbringing, lacked role models for showing how to succeed. People with this placement, Chiron and Capricorn are the 10th house, often have a wound of, my parents told me, well, this is just what our family does. We work at the factory, and I know you want to be this big old influencer, but we don't do that around here. We don't go to college. That's not what we do, says this wound. Parents may not have encouraged your heart's direction, your, the direction you wanted to take in life. There's a wound around taking responsibility and working for what you want as a result. People with this placement can be afraid of the limelight and constantly tell themselves, no matter how hard I work, I can't succeed. On the overcompensating side, these can be people who become obsessed with their career. Their contribution to the world is pointless in their mind, but they're going to keep trying. In order to heal this wound, you must show the world the authentic you. Reflect on your true heart's mission and reparent yourself to stop caring about social status as much as you care about becoming authentically you and letting that person shine. Next, Chiron in Aquarius or the 11th house. The wound of not fitting in, feeling lonely in a crowd. This is often a placement that represents social anxiety. Chiron in Aquarius or the 11th house is the black sheep of the family, of the community, of the friends group, the weirdo. This is someone who may have been raised in an unconventional way. Parents may have been distant, unavailable, or not around or they punish you for being different. Now, Aquarius and the 11th house rule LGBTQ. And while I don't know firsthand what that's like, my brother is gay, and he did not come out and let us know until the age of 30. His Saturn return. There you go. Right on time with the stars. And so I always knew growing up, it was written in the stars, quite literally, and written in his personality. He only wanted to hang out with girls. Oh, he was not into sports. Like, it's it's there. And so he has Chiron in the 11th. No, Chiron in Aquarius. He has Aquarius rising too, but he has these placements. And so I've also noticed that a lot of people who have struggled with sexuality because we're still in this in-between phase of, is it normal? Is it wrong? Is it accepted? Is it not? It's not easy to have these placements in your chart and feel this way and love the most powerful force on earth. I can't imagine what it must feel like to be afraid to walk outside with your loved one and the judgment that may come from low vibe people. So I often see LGBTQ matters with Chiron and Aquarius or the 11th house. And this is where when it says punished for being different, parents were unavailable. This could be parents who don't understand that and you're afraid to tell them may feel ignored, bullied, excluded, may become a loner or a rebel. You want the world to accept you and your views. You may overcompensate by having thousands of friends and partying with fake friends, just going out and having, being friends to everyone, but really best friends with no one. To heal this wound, remember that your soul tribe is out there. There are, come on, look out your window. There's billions of people out there, and there is definitely one or three 
who will share the same beliefs as you and accept you for yours. I promise. Last but not least, one that took me a lot of notes to figure out because it's that Neptunian gray area. Not black, not white, just can't really figure it out. This is Chiron and Pisces or the 12th house. This is an extremely sensitive wound. It's the wound of existence. Absorbing identities and feelings from others is a really strong pain point here. Pain that is hidden, operating in the background. You you may have grown up with parents who disregarded your boundaries. A big theme of your life will be to reflect on what is happening around you without taking part of it. This is a wound that could have been passed down from you spiritually in the gestation period, right? This is not so much your upbringing in the 3D childhood world like the rest of us in the Zodiac. This is something very karmic that you may, once you discover the root of this wound, depending on what sign and house it's in, find that your mom or your dad or even uncles or aunts share this same wound with you. You may go to great lengths to find yourself and travel a lot all over the world to heal your wound, to find the root of it that you just can't seem to find. There may have been secrets and deceit in childhood. You may have witnessed your parents cheating on each other and felt very confused by it. It's like you knew something was wrong, but couldn't say what. That people with displacement may suffer from addictions, and this doesn't have to be drugs or alcohol, though it most certainly can be. This could be television, this could be food, this could be social media, this could be an addiction to love or drama. Trying to leave this reality is something big for this placement. Frequency shifters, mushrooms, right? Just tapping out. You may retreat and isolate quite a bit and cover up the wound by over-engaging with the world on the other side of this. And my teacher said this could be someone moving from one spiritual practice to the next without fully realizing what they're doing. These could be people who jump from spirituality to Christianity, from Christianity to Buddhism, from Buddhism to Islam, like people that are just constantly searching outside themselves to heal this wound. How you do it is you put your feet on the ground, head in the stars, and really pay attention to patterns in your lineage. Did everybody get a divorce? Did everybody co-parent? Did everybody suffer from addiction? What is the pattern? Get a My Ancestry test and see where people come from to heal this wound. But also to pick a spiritual practice and stick with it for years to see what comes up. This was a fun episode. I really feel like it will unlock a lot of keys to a higher realm for people. And I think it's so synchronistic and so perfectly timed because as the astrology of March 2023 hits, we are being given a chance to make a huge milestone in healing our chirons. 
So I hope this episode helped. If you're still a little confused and scratching your head and want to see the aspects to your Chiron in your personal chart, you can book a reading with me at lightworkers-lounge.com. Click on the advanced reading for this one. That's what we'll do with Chiron. And use code gratitude for a podcast listener discount. And we will dive into this and talk a lot about the strengths in your chart that will help you heal it. Okay? I love you guys. I'll see you next episode. Go study your Chiron and let me know what you find out. Bye.